Hey friends, it's Bill and Danny here with a big announcement. We've launched a Patreon page. For as little as a few dollars per month, you could have access to exclusive content, a chance to win monthly giveaways, an opportunity to join our show, and so much more. It's an incredible way to play a crucial part in the growth of a couple of park hoppers. Head to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers now and check out the different subscription tiers and what exclusive benefits you'll receive in return. Once again, that's patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Thank you for your support. And, and we'll, we'll see you there. there. Hey, my name is Bill. And I'm Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. Theme park news continues to roll in to kick off the new year at a record setting pace. Since our last episode, we've had major announcements from Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and Universal Parks on both coasts. In case you missed it, we've got you covered right now. Let's, Let's hop, hop to it. it. We are back. We are back. And there is so much going on in theme park news today. Not to sound like Chandler Bing, but there is so much going on in theme park news. For real, since we talked to you last, which was about a week and a half ago, literally like the two, the two, days, the two days following uh, our last show, we had a crazy amount of announcements. Right. And... Literally, we were typing up an outline last night. This is everything that was announced since our last show yes. at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and the Universal Parks countrywide. So it's going to be another In Case You Missed It episode, and we're going to go over everything that was talked about. Now, there was one other thing that we did recently uh, that we were going to talk about, and now I cannot remember what it is. We did something big the other day. Oh, we... We did a video about it. We visited Festival of the Arts. We did for our, <laughs> actually, for, for our first visit. There's been so much happening lately. So actually, uh, one thing that I will say that we did that we're not actually going to... Yes. Hello, Figment. Um, in case you're not watching on our Patreon, which you definitely should be, you missed us petting Figment, <laughs> who's sitting on our table. Um, but the other thing that we did that we actually didn't do a video for, video for is we went to Jurassic World live tour. Yes, that was one of my really cool Christmas presents from Danny. So it wasn't a Christmas present. It wasn't? It was the anniversary present. Oh, that's right. It was. Well, our, our anniversary and Christmas kind of coincide. You gave me an engagement ring and I... Propo she gave me dinosaurs. I proposed dinosaurs, <laughs> and you proposed. <laughs> yep, there we go. Uh, but we did that, and then we also went to Festival of the Arts. Should we just kind of very briefly go over that? We can talk about that. You can check out all of our uh, first visit from Festival of the Arts on YouTube, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Go subscribe there. Our subscriber number is skyrocketing as we speak, and we hope you can help us continue to do that by visiting youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and hitting that subscribe button now you can check out that video and so much more yes that's very very true now uh just to kind of go over real quick uh we had a great time at festival of the arts uh that will not be our last visit to festival of the arts however 
comma, one thing that is almost a disclaimer and you should know if you come visit is you can't do it all in one day and no. we didn't either. <laughs> None of the festivals you can do in one day. Right. It is way too much food, way too much action going on and way too much ground to cover. So here's the thing. I think Festival of the Holidays can be a one day thing. Eh, it can be, but if you do everything that's offered, you still can't do it in one day. You're you're right, but it feels like the festival that is the like it's the shortest festival. It's for the sure. easiest one to cover more ground more quickly. Yes, you're not wrong about that. Yeah, because some of the, you know, the offerings there are like the are are on some of the rides. Right. So, but overall, go check it out. Uh, we were able to get this figment popcorn bucket, which if you remember last year. The internet broke about them. <laughs> Literally, the first couple days, there were like seven-hour lines. Literally. People put them on eBay for up to $1,000 because I looked it up. We bought two of them, one for my mom because she loves figment. T Tinkerbell's her favorite, but she loves figment. So, mom, if you're watching, and I know you are. We this have a twin for you. <laughs> this twin is going <laughs> to come live with you. Um, but we got two because... Also, I was just going to get one. We were just going to get one for my mom. But then I was like, they used to be $1,000 last year. Let's throw another 25 at it so yeah. he can sit on our table with us. And I want to give a quick shout out to Disney for doing what they did this year. Oh, my Grant goodness. Granted, the supply chain issues and all that other nonsense that was happening last year probably had a lot to do with the fact that they ran out very quickly. But yes. they were overloaded on these Figment premium popcorn buckets. But... Instead of having to wait in lines and literally spending a hundred plus dollars to get through the front gates of Epcot and then wait in our lines to pick up this beautiful piece of plastic, um, <laughs> they implemented mobile order this year. Right. Where there was a limit of two per My Disney Experience account. You literally went on there, you mobile ordered it just like you would mobile order a cheeseburger. <laughs> And you hit, I'm here. Within seconds, it was like, you're good. Come on in. We walked up inside the Odyssey building at Epcot, picked up two figments. We had a wonderful minute-long explanation from a guy who sounded just like Taika Waititi. Um, he's in, it's in our YouTube video for Festival of the Arts. Yes. You can hear the whole explanation of how he thinks... Um, putting nips inside figment is very dangerous. Um, because if... <laughs> drunk figment is uh, un uh, just insane yes he said he said if you put them in there in in, in an intoxicated figment is dangerous yes. is what he said yes but, yes but yes the mobile order was incredibly easy we got it within a matter of five minutes and this process was worlds better than it was last year yes so here's my take on it i totally agree with you about that however i do think that disney greatly underestimates the general public's love for figment sure yeah uh Especially something like a popcorn bucket. Put it. Put him on something that is like. Especially this one. This one that's well done like this. It's it. It really is a beautiful popcorn bucket. Like this is one that if I was like a huge Figment fan, oh, I yeah. would it's definitely have. have. Or well, I mean, even if, even if it was like in another country, I would need to have this. Coochie, coochie, coo. He's so cute. But um, I think they greatly underestimate that. And on top of that. The seven-hour lines had to be tough on their cast members because not yeah. only did they have to like uh, have people at the front who are being patient and like dealing with all the resellers. Boo, resellers. We don't like resellers. No. Boo, boo, hiss, hiss, boo. Uh, tomato thrown. N and 
However, the thing about that is that you would need to have cast members all the way through the line. Yeah. Making sure that people people. are not being animals. And so not only are you putting your cast members in a position where they're standing out in the sun all day, just trying to make sure people don't fight over a piece of plastic. But um, I think that overall it made the, the, you know, the whole process quicker. It made it easier on the cast members. And on top of that, you can only get two per my Disney experience accounts and your ticket has to be connected to your, my Disney experience account. So you really have to go out of your way as a reseller to purchase two popcorn buckets and with them being this overwhelmingly available it means that the people who actually want them are going to get them in their hands and not those dirty little resellers <laughs> yeah um so yeah very excited that we were able to get our hands on figment popcorn buckets as easy as we did festival of the arts was a, a great first day again go check that out on youtube uh, but one thing more i wanted to touch on before we dive into our news sure. rundown while we're talking about epcot sure in case you missed it on our TikTok, 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 we got back on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind for the first time since the uh, Christmas loop went away, and we began our quest 2.0 to try to get Conga 2.0. Exactly, <laughs> try to get uh, Conga, Gloria Stefan's Conga, the elusive sixth song that we yes. were never able to get prior to the uh, the Christmas. Uh, layover, I guess. Yeah. And so so Danny and I were uh, filming a TikTok because we had a series, as, as you've seen on our TikTok at Park Hopper's show, um, where we were trying to get every song on, on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Well, we guessed first. Correct. We guessed what it was. We showed you what, what we it got. was, <laughs> and then we talked about it afterwards. And every time we're always talking about, oh, we didn't get Conga again. What the heck? We've been riding this ride since April of last year. Yes. It officially opened in May, but we were able to do pass holder previews and all that kind of stuff. Um, we've been riding it for literally nine months. And That's how long it takes to grow a person. About <laughs> yeah, about 30 times we've ridden this ride at this point. Right. And we still hadn't got Conga. Yeah. So the other day, we got on the ride. And I'm putting it in the universe with my brain. I'm not saying it because I don't like the jinx things, but I'm putting it out there. The brain waves are flowing. Right. And I'm thinking, like, we're going to get this. We're going to get this. And, I, and I'm and i going to freak out because we're going to get this. Sure. And sure enough, we got on, you know, go through the opening lift hill, you know, spin backwards. And then, I think we're jumping back. And then all of a sudden we heard. And we freaked. That yes. Was, it was like, ah. We got Kaga. <laughs> we finally got it for the first time in nine months. It was such a, a, an amazing, genuine reaction. Go check it out. Park Hopper Show on TikTok. Danny had a freak out of epic proportions. It was so much fun. So I will say it wasn't like disturbing to anybody else in terms of epic proportions. It was like a normal reaction. Yeah. But... Uh, Normally, I don't scream like that on <laughs> this roller coaster, as some people might just from riding it. But I literally was recording and was like, "Okay, we're gonna record another video," like because we always record it when just for like a couple seconds at the takeoff, so we can show you guys. I was not expecting to hear those notes, and as soon as I heard <laughs> them, you literally hear in the video me br- like go, <gasps> ah! like it is a like genuine. Yeah, it was. 
because like I can't, I'm not a good actress, so I couldn't fake that very well. So we were very excited to complete <laughs> our quest. Can you yell, we got caca! I could not come come out with like real words. Yeah. Mine was just, oh my God. But you have to go watch it just to, yeah. to see that. Now, um, I was thinking about it. I think we will still probably continue this series and then maybe switch it over to how many times we've gotten it until they switch the songs. Who? Okay. I sure. Th- we can do that. I think it's a fun series. Yeah. Like, But now that we've completed the... We beat the boss, the big boss at the end. Right, but now it'll be fun for people to see... We won the game. But now (laughs) it'll be fun for people to see things like, how many times have you gotten this? Because that's the questions we're getting now. Like, how many times have you gotten this? How many times, like, what... uh, How often do they rotate? Somebody said... Somebody said in a comment, how much do you have to pay to hear Congo? I was like... Oh, God. (laughs) Ticket entry? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's completely random. There's no way of getting the ability to hear conga or any other song um but i will say one more thing before we move on because we have a lot to cover yeah is conga is the worst song to ride to Ooh, those is fighting words <laughs> it i thought it was going to be and it is uh you know it's okay to be wrong <laughs> and it's definitely uh not wrong. i really enjoyed it um sorry it just doesn't fit as well as the other ones i think all of the songs fit um, in their Kanga. own way. I liked Conga. Why are you raining on my parade? I mean, I don't really like the song in general, but... Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. Oh, God. You, please don't start singing. I'm not singing. Oh, I thought you were going to sing Funny Girl or whatever the, what was called. Don't rain on my parade. You just told me to not sing, and I then can you sing. started... You can't. S- oh! Yeah. Excuse me. I have I the went, voice of an angel. I went to music school. Yeah. Mixture of Fergie and Jesus. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. I went to music school and I was in a corral. Oh. So. Uh, You're horsing around in there? <laughs> was an alto, you butt. Was it, was it golden? No. Was it okay? No. Okay. <laughs> it was none of those things. Okay. I wore a robe and not like that gross gold one that we had to no, wear for yeah. Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> now we're getting off topic. Yeah, we'll get to that later. We got to dive in. We have All so right. much to cover here. So much to get to go through. Where All do, right. Where do you want to cover first? You want to touch on Disney World, Disneyland, or Universal Parks? Um, let's go ahead and hit Universal Parks, All Disneyland, right. and Disney World. Let's go backwards because okay. we usually go the same way. Let's let's mix it up a little bit today. Let's do it. All right. So first off, again, we're going to start at Universal Parks. Um, this is not just limited to the Orlando park. I'm just going to tell you that right now. So first off, uh, again, not just in Orlando. We also have um, Hollywood and in another space that this is the first time we've ever heard it before. So are you ready to go over those? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the first thing is Universal has a new, has announced a new year round horror experience in Las Vegas. What better place to have a horror experience than Las Vegas? So this has is uh, going to have must-see seasonal events, one-of-a-kind merch, and there was one other note on there. Um, it and I'm it's not on here, but it does say uh, they said it was going to be like rotational things that are constantly changing. So uh, I'm really excited about that to see things that are going to be completely different all the time. I'm trying to find where exactly what they said for that. Yeah, I've actually got it right here. It says uh, 
Uh, Sin City feels like the perfect spot for a year-round horror maze, but Universal promises that this will be more than just a walkthrough attraction modeled after its wildly successful Halloween Horror Nights. According to Universal, this destination will be unique, immersive, and offer fantastic horror-centric experiences. The new space will also be a foodie destination serving up food and beverages during the day and transform into haunting bars and eateries by night. To keep guests' interest uh, time and time again, uh, Universal has stated that the space will also feature a continuously updated experience, must-see seasonal events, and one-of-a-kind merchandise. So, sounds like we're going to get like a, a year-round Horror Nights type deal in Las Vegas. And it's not just going to be September and October in Florida and California. We're going to get that Universal-level horror-type experience year-round. And that's really cool. Yeah, I think that's super cool. Moving on to the next thing, we've got Universal, a new family theme park in Frisco, Texas. I don't really know much about this other than Frisco is the Dallas area. Yes, it's Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, so as to what area it's going to be in, like Dallas is very, very, very big. Yeah. And also... Frisco especially. There's a lot of land that's being developed. It's also a very... Um, there's a lot of money in the Dallas area from what I remember mm -hmm. living in Texas. So it doesn't surprise me that they're going to bring it over there. Sure. And also that's why they don't bring places like theme parks up to like places like New England. Sure. Because you do have a year round uh, ability to, I don't want to say control the temperature, but there's not going to be snow ruining it everything right and the only thing we have up in new england is six flags and that was but that closes seasonally it, right exactly it closes for several months a year where like in a place like texas you can have a theme park open year round because even though at some point it's sweltering hot uh you don't necessarily have to close you just have to you know have water and, <laughs> and air shade and air conditioning yeah. but um i mean you're not gonna have to plow the sun so <laughs> so a couple of things about this um this frisco destination for universal um it's being described as a family-friendly concept park uh the heavy rumor is right now that it's going to be something dreamworks uh which is really cool uh Park will be specifically designed for young families in mind, complete with family-friendly fa attractions, interactive shows, character meet-and-greets, and more. Uh, it's offering guests a one-to-do-day experience. Uh, it'll also uh, be about 100 acres, which in comparison, um, 110 acres is the size of Islands of Adventure. So slightly smaller than Islands of Adventure will, so small. will be this little theme park that they're building out there. I feel like even SeaWorld San Antonio is bigger than there that. There will also be a 300-room hotel, and the uh, Universal is hoping it'll be a more intimate and engaging uh, experience for younger audiences. It reminds me of this place called Morgan's Wonderland that's also itty-bitty. And so, uh, like, Morgan's Wonderland is small, and so it... Like you can kind of hit it all in one day, which sounds like this is something that you would be able to do for this theme park. Cause sure. that, that sounds. It's, it, it's going to be smaller. I mean, it was never going to be an Epic universe type thing. It's, it's going to be a smaller one or two day experience. Families can go out there, stay for two to two or three days and experience everything. Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought Epic universe was more Epic in heart than in size. Oh, it's massive. It's huge. Is it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. It's, it's going to be really big. I haven't really watched anything about it. I'm gonna, just going to be there when it opens. You got to <laughs> follow and watch our friend Alicia Stella, who has explained everything in great detail thus far. I catch a little bit of it here Theme and there when you're watching Shout it. out to her. 
Uh, but all right. So if you want to go over the next one, but yes, shout out to Alicia Stella. We have watched her videos. She makes amazing videos. Yes. All right. So down the list here, Super Nintendo World at Universal Hollywood opened officially for technical rehearsals on January 15th. Uh, that was a week ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one thing that was kind of the pressing topic when it opened. The sight lines? The sight lines. I have a couple of thoughts on that. I don't want to dive too deep into that. But here's the thing. Universal is not great at sight lines. No. Universal is <laughs> not great at hiding things. However, it's really not that big of a deal if one particular part of the Super Nintendo world you're standing and you can see a building that existed prior to Super Nintendo World. It's really not that big of a deal. You're never going to be fully enclosed in a land like that because there's just way too much structure to build for that. But if it was an eyesore, like when we go in between Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios where you can see literally the entire track of Hogwarts Express... When you're going through there, sure, that is a sightline problem. Okay, when you're in the Universal Studios, I'm sorry, the uh, Islands of Adventure side, and you're st- you're walking from uh, Jurassic Park to Harry Potter, when you can see uh, Hogwarts Castle from inside Jurassic Park, it's like okay, it kind of takes you out of the immersion a little bit. That's one thing that Disney's always prided themselves on is the the full immersion of of yourself in certain lands. Like you can't see big thunder mountain from the hub. You can't see space mountain from frontier land. You know, there's just things that you can't see from certain places. So I'm just going to like pause you, what you're saying right there. The photos I saw had when you were standing in there, there was like a giant building like behind like, but that preexisted the land. Right. But, people's argument online from what i saw because i have not been at this park no, I, I, have, have I. I have no say and, and from what i've but gathered what i was gonna say was it's such it's so obvious it's not like a corner of the building it's like the top third of the building but like they wanted people at least like block most of it not sure show most of it right but here's the thing that i've also heard from people who have been there i know a couple of people who have been there that those buildings and those eyesores quote-unquote are only visible from very limited parts of the area so people were definitely it's like the people who say look how crowded magic kingdom is today when they take a picture of rope drop it's like oh that's a convenient photo you know what i mean yes and no i think that also if i'm in nintendo world i want to feel like i'm in a video game i mean look around you are in a video game it's so cool i mean but if i see you know and you know uh I don't know, oil building on the side. I'm like, hey, that's not Nintendo. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I get why they're getting heat for it. Like, how does that? But but it's also just convenient photographs from very limited spots. It's not like you walk in and everywhere you look, there's buildings. It's just one particular spot. You can see the building over the mountains. Sure. I mean, I think it looks really nice in there. Looks amazing. They did a great job and I cannot wait to visit Super Nintendo. Yeah, it looks really fun. But like I said, I'm not like, I'm not, uh, I just don't think that what the people are saying, I think they're being very critical and they probably don't deserve it. But I see why because of the, some of the angles they're 
there is a large amount of building showing and that's kind of sure. like that's that was somebody's job sure but here's the thing also so like, you're, you're talking you, about like a comcast building like a almost like a skyscraper that you're trying to block if you wanted to completely block a building like that you would have to build the borders of super nintendo world insanely high and that would just look weird from everywhere else in the park so you got to give and take yeah well i don't know i'm not like a person who builds theme parks no. like i unless we're talking about park hopper land um and <laughs> go back and check that episode <laughs> and we haven't finished those blueprints yet no. um but i guess what i mean is like it was is there not a way to like put fake trees where from somewhere else it looks like a fake tree you know what i mean to a point but then it's, it's got to be so high because those buildings are so high. again i think my biggest thing is like why are y'all critiquing it is it you know why was it such a hot topic? Because that's what the internet does now. But I think because it wasn't just a corner of the building, it was like sure, a large but, amount. But that's what the internet does now. If sure. You're, if you're looking one way, it's kind of the same thing that I, everybody who was complaining about Epcot. It's like, you can't see a Cross World Showcase anymore. Well, if you're looking from Germany at Italy, you don't see a damn barge anywhere. It just depends on where you're standing. Sure. Well, I think, again, it'll be fun to go visit. Yeah. It'll be really cool. I think it'll be very immersive. And the internet is dumb. Buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more things for Universal Parks we want to touch on before we move on to Disneyland. Okay. You want to go over this next one? Yeah. Uh, Kid Zone, rest in peace. The uh, Kid Zone area over by E.T. is now closed for good. Everything except for E.T. in that corner of the park is now gone. Uh, the DreamWorks destination, Curious George, uh, the Woody Woodpecker's coaster, uh, Barney and Friends, everything that was over there is Vival Goes West, whatever that was called. It's gone. Everything's gone. I wish I'd gotten to see it. Um, I honestly, a lot of those stories are very like near and dear to my heart, like Curious George and Vival Goes West, Barney, like from when I was a kid. But they're also 30 years old. Right. <laughs> but I wish I had gotten to go because we did not get annual passes to Universal until we realized Disney was going to be closed for a long time. And we were like, all right, we got to make the room in our budget so we can go visit. And we had wanted to. It was just like pandemic. Just like, yeah. <laughs> wasn't the first thing on our mind. But when it reopened, we started going there. And because back then, <laughs> back in 2020, the surface thing and touching things and being around things was just like really uncertain. They didn't have that area open. Right. And so it was never an area we visited. So now when we visit Universal, it's generally... Like we do have a purpose and we just never went over to kid zone when it opened. And so unfortunately we never got to experience it. I do think from what I heard, it was time. Is that correct? That's correct. Like it was just time for, it was time it, to go. Uh, so I'm not like, I'm not sad to see something go that I've never gotten to experience. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm excited to see what Universal does with that space next. Yeah, when old things close, new things are coming, and that's always exciting in the theme park world. Right. All right, so... Last thing. Last thing for Universal Parks. Universal Mardi Gras dates, February 4th through the 16th. April 16th. February 4th through April 16th. <laughs> um, can you please... Pull up that performer lineup. Yeah, so I I just want to start by saying um, what what is happening because looking at old concert lineups for Mardi Gras, 
Not only was there significantly more artists and concerts, but they were definitely bigger and better and better and more uh, current is the wrong word, I guess. But looking at the 2022 lineup, even with all the COVID restrictions and everything that was happening last year, um, we had Sugar Ray, Diana Ross, Bare Naked Ladies, Styx, John Party, LL Cool J, Marshmallow, Lee Bryce, Becky G, Khalid, Seal, Gavin DeGraw, The Revivalists, Jimmy Allen, and Jason Derulo. That is one, two, three, four, five, the 15 concerts that they had over the course of Mardi Gras. And I'm going to be honest, we never got to any of the concerts because of the days they were on and because of the time, because of our work schedule. Yeah, because they were usually on Friday and Saturday nights, and we both worked those days. Right. And so at the time, uh, the airbags in my car were not working. Now they're working. (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) Um, We got them fixed. But um, you were also working later shifts. And truthfully, I don't want to ever know if your airbags actually work or not. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I was working later shifts, and and right. I was in a different job at that time. But I would like to know that if I need my airbags to work, that they're going to be they're there. Theoretically, for me. they're going to work. Right, not be like you know, definitely a, not. a thousand <laughs> years ago where you just like banged around in your car if you got hit. Right. Um. But yes. Yeah, so I didn't feel safe driving there on a Friday or Saturday night, and um, and yeah. So we just never made it up there. This year, I was like, yeah, we'll definitely go. We're going to let you guys hear the lineup. So go ahead and go through the lineup. Um, I don't know if you want to say the days or... No. Yeah, just go through the lineup. So in comparison to the list I just read, which had 15 shows, this year only has eight scheduled. Um, and there is uh, artists like Patti LaBelle, J-V-K-E. I don't know who that is. Uh, Goo Goo Dolls, Marin Morris, Willow, Three Doors Down, Sean Paul, and Lauren Daigle. I just drew a question mark over my head. Yeah. I, I mean, most of them, I have I'm no like, idea who they are. I'm 99% sure Willow is Willow Smith, if you look at her face. Oh, okay. Do she, doesn't she look sure. like Jaden Smith? Yeah. I think she does. Uh, but And Willow is you Willow Smith. Better just keep her mom's name out of your effing mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wild night. Slap. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget the day we got out of the car and you were like... <laughs> Did that just happen? <laughs> well, you were like... Will Smith just smacked... Slapped Chris Rock on the Oscars. I was like, <laughs> like for fun? <laughs> um, anyway, know. honestly, I feel like the conversation we just had is more entertaining than that lineup. Honestly, I mean, like, Goo, like, Goo, Goo, Goo Dolls? I mean, what's the last song they came out with? Iris in, like, 1998? <laughs> what are they saying? Save Tonight? No, that's that's uh, Eagle Eye Cherry. Come oh, on now. Sorry. You got to know your 90s bands. Sorry, it's all boy is, bands up here. I don't want the world to see me. That's Because I don't think <laughs> that they understand. See, I can't we, we sing. Can't, we can't let you sing anymore. <laughs> when <And> everything is <laughs> made stop. to be broken. And then... Um, <laughs> Uh, three doors down. I mean, uh, if I go crazy, then will you, you still call, call me Superman? Superman? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then Sean Paul. Just give me the light. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the light. Sean da, 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 da. <laughs> All right, that right. Temperature. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know that. <laughs> you do not. No. You Sean Paul was huge in New York City in 2006 when I was in school. Uh, the fact that you just like your impression because you don't know the words is absolutely just ridiculous. give me the light. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I don't know. I also feel like I don't know. If you go to these concerts, you'll know like one song. Yeah. 
but I got that right. Stop it. Right now I'm I'm having flashbacks to my early twenties and being Shandapal. like <laughs> Shandapal. Who wants a shot? <laughs> That's how I feel. What's, a, what's another song that he sings? Sh- uh Sean Paul? Yeah. Uh, I don't it, there's, know. There's uh, there's gotta there's be like I know he had like ten different songs. Hang on. There's gotta be more I, than that. I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but there's another one that I can't. No, think that's of. a great like question because I know that there's more. Jean de Paul. Uh, <laughs> yes, we know his name. Jean de Paul. <laughs> uh, another one. It oh, says, "Get busy." Get busy. Get busy. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm still in love with you. I don't uh, know that one. It's like old with v- featuring Sasha, not I Banks. <laughs> I don't know that one. Excuse the noise. Our air conditioner just turned I'm on because it's still getting because Sean de Paul's raising the temperature in here. <laughs> right? Do you remember that one? I'm still in love with you boy no <laughs> i don't no lie that's the top one yeah I, I i definitely don't know that one i i don't either but uh yeah so uh overall that's who uh that's the Th- those are the shows and yeah. so we're not going to dive too much more into that, but that's the perform- performer lineup. I found it wildly underwhelming when it was announced. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you know what song is like, I probably know all the words to? It's Slide by the Goo Goo Dolls. Like, I feel like... Why don't you slide? Would you whisper in my ear yeah, the things you, you want to feel? <laughs> I mean, they're going to have songs that you know. I mean, there are g- definitely going to be, like, some jams, but for like, sure. But, but they're like, artists you haven't heard from in 20 years. And also, like, some of the concerts last year, like, Jason Derulo, like, that would have been, like, an awesome concert to go to. Well, and that, well like, like, he was super relevant 10 to 15 years ago, but he also became a TikTok megastar yeah. during, <laughs> um, during COVID. So oh he was gosh. relevant. Yeah. Oh God! Please don't. All right, let's move on. All right. So performer lineup. Um, we already went over that. Kind of underwhelming. Performer lineup is there. The the opportunity to ride the floats, the Mardi Gras floats, to throw the beads for annual pass holders opened and closed very quickly. They sold out on the nineteenth. And we are going to be going. February 7th. February something, yes. yes. February 7th. Soon. So that's uh, the day that we're going to be able to go up on the floats and throw some beads. So if you're going to be in Universal that day, let us know where you are standing, and we'll make sure we'll throw 48 beads at you. Yes. Also, uh, we are hoping to record a video this year. We Last year was our first year. Yeah. Um, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. We should, uh, but we will see what, as long as they... Allow it. That, I believe that they do once you're up on the float. Yeah, that process made it very, very difficult to and kind of stressful do a video. And I was also cranky. I was wearing cold. Yeah, <laughs> I almost wish we could get like a third spot and bring somebody with us to shoot it, but we can't. So the the hardest part about that was that we had because it's set up to four people and you had to have their passes. Yeah, exactly. And so I like I I did it really fast. Um, however, if somebody does want to go with us and help us shoot our video. Or just enjoy being on the float and shoot the video. Walk-up availability is available the day of. It could be an option. So it was last year. It should be again. It does say it on the website that it does is available, yeah. but it may. You're gonna have first to first come, first serve. Yeah. So definitely keep an eye out for that if you want to do that. It's definitely worth it. One thing I will say is if you are planning on going up to the very top, it is much steeper than you think it is. Yeah, you're climbing up like what looks like an old uh, 
like the apartments in New York City, like the fire escape things. It feels like you're climbing one of those it's ladders. Funny, it's funny that you there. say that. I don't know if you ever were like in the drama department in high school, like oh, or yeah. were ever like in a space where you had to like climb up to like the the, the place where you did lights. I know what you're talking about. And yeah. like they built it in like the 60s it's or like something. A catwalk. Yeah, it like really really <laughs> small. Um, so, but yes, walk-up availability will be available or should be available. On so double check off. on the day you go. And then last Mardi Gras float ride and dine price has increased from $64.99 to $84.99. This includes a three course meal at one of our, of one of the four participating universal Orlando resort restaurants. Wow. That's a yeah. decent jump. So, so that's a, that's another way you can kind of guarantee yourself a ride on one of the Mardi Gras floats on a certain day during Mardi Gras is to purchase the the dining package essentially like Disney has the dining package for phantasmic and, and the, uh, uh, the candlelight processional, you know, things like that where you can buy the dining package to guarantee yourself a spot. Universal has the same thing last year. It was $65 and now it's $85, but that includes a three course meal at one of their, uh, restaurants and your, uh, your Mardi Gras float ride. I have a question for you. Yes. Have you ever done a, like a dining package, like in that sense where you get like pay for a meal and get like a, a reserved seat anywhere? I have not, but I've heard good things. So I find it very, very helpful. One thing I do want to point out is if you are going to eat and then get to do that, you're obviously not going to fall asleep. Uh, for me, anytime we would do the, um, processional for christmas we would do like open to close days and then we'd eat and then when you get this like beautiful angelic music you're like <laughs> so um I, processional is a different animal though my my mom loves that and so i don't i definitely love doing that with her but there was something like really tough about being a full day like in the sun and then or like outside walking then eating a a big meal and then sitting down and listening to church music. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank <laughs> but, you. Um, I think eating a big meal and then being kind of like active would be really easy. Cause if you fall asleep doing that, then talk to your doctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's going to do it for our universal parks news. Lots of fun stuff. The new park in Vegas, the new park in Frisco, super Nintendo world, all that kind of stuff. Very, very exciting stuff for universal coming down the pipeline. Yes. Yes. So, we are going to uh, go ahead and head over to Disneyland. Jumping on a plane. We're jumping on a plane to Disneyland. Uh, and uh, we are going to go ahead and start with entrance into the park. More Magic Key annual pass holders uh, or annual passes have been on sale. They are subject to availability, Imagine, Believe, and the Inspire Keys. Now, uh, from my understanding, they are making the... Uh, how do you say this? So like if somebody doesn't renew, then that They're making them available. Um, the, yeah, like the inventory, inventory, thank you. Comes so. back to Disney and then goes back out to somebody who else, who, somebody else who wants a, one of the keys. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I didn't realize that was like a thing that they did. Yeah. Uh, so that, that is something that's happening over at Disneyland, which is exciting because my understanding is they weren't available for a long time. Yeah. They, and that's their annual pass program, which is interesting that they're selling them over there and still not selling anything but the Pixie Dust Pass here in Walt Disney World, which is the Florida Resident Weekday Pass. It's And it's been gone... For a while. Was it was it available during COVID? I, I don't believe so. I don't remember. So, um, but it's been a long time, like, to where people have been asking for, like, a year 
at least yeah. when they can buy a pass and we still don't know. Nope. All right. Think, uh, speaking of things that you can do, though, when Runaway Railway uh, opens, it will utilize a virtual queue over at Disneyland um, and it opens on January the 27th. Yeah, we are five days away from the opening of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway over in Disneyland. I'm hoping to see some videos and see that there's maybe some different scenes or different things that, so it's not a carbon copy of the one that's at Hollywood Studios. I believe there is one new scene, correct? That's what I've heard, but I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, I'm excited because it's my favorite ride in... Um in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it's a wonderful ride. Now, uh, the same rules apply as in Walt Disney World. 7 a.m., you need a reservation. 1 p.m. from inside Disneyland or Disney California Adventure. Yeah, so same rules for virtual queue. 7 a.m., you get up early, you book the one from outside the park. Um, and then if you want to book the one at the 1 o'clock window, you have to be inside either one of the parks, Disneyland or Disney's California Adventure. Right, got it. Um, interesting note here that uh, I kind of wanted to point out here, which is very frustrating that it's not part of the deal here in Walt Disney World currently. Sure. Um, starting February 4th, Disneyland will allow park hopping between Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure at 11 a.m. Okay. I've been asking for this for months. And they're not letting and, you and, know? <laughs> and I don't care if the reservation system goes away. It doesn't bother me that much. And frankly, it doesn't get... It, it doesn't allow for Christmas 2019 crowds anymore. And I think that is great. If the reservation system sticks around, which it's almost it, it, it's almost impossible to not be able to get a reservation unless there's a really, really, really busy day. And then usually I don't want to go anyway. I haven't had any real issues with the reservation system since the capacity was increased since all the COVID restrictions right? Um, outside of days where you're blocked out. Right. So I don't care if they keep the reservation system, but the park hopping at two o'clock thing is nonsensical at this point. Right. I do not like the fact that it's say we have visitors down here and we want to go to animal kingdom and we want to ride flight of passage in the morning. Say that's all we really wanted to do flight of passage and maybe a stroll on expedition Everest we got to wait six hours from when that park opens to be able to go anywhere else. That is crazy for the amount of money that they're charging for park hopper passes. Granted, yes, we are park hoppers are included in our annual passes, but for people who are paying upwards of $180 to $200 for park hopper tickets and you can't go to another park till 2 o'clock and most of the parks close by 9, that's crazy. They've got to move the park hopper time up or get rid of it completely. As long as as long as they do that and they keep the reservation system, I'll never complain again. So my only thing is I wonder, just like everything else from Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, that the numbers are showing that like if they were to make the park hopping earlier, that it might overwhelm some of the rides. So like for instance, on uh, what what day was it? Was it Christmas Day? Ratatouille was over four hours. I mean, I understand that. Like, I'm just... But people are stuck at Epcot in the morning. Right, but what I'm saying is if, like, let's just say you're, you have a reservation at Epcot and you know you can get there, like, in the morning, but maybe you're not, like, first thing. If you get there at 11, you're still there with the entire rest of the th other three parks who can come in. 
And it just gives like, if you have a reservation, it gives you more time to at least, you know, wait a little bit, like get in those lines. I totally agree with you. I think I don't like it. But what I'm wondering is if the numbers are showing that this is better for people at parks where there are rides that are like in high demand. Yeah. It's just the fact that the the park hopper tickets are literally almost double what one park tickets are. I mean, you get two parks. Right. But you're getting less time at the second, third, or even fourth park if you're trying to do that. I totally agree with you. But do you, do you know what I'm saying, though? Like, are, are the numbers showing I mean, that pro- I mean, it would probably. skew the entire experience? But, I mean, also, did it used to? I don't know. But the, but there may be some people who, most people I, I would imagine because Guardians is still virtual queue, most people who are rope dropping Epcot are going to Remy's. But there's probably people who would go just to Remy's and then leave and go somewhere else or go just to Test Track and leave and go somewhere else. Spread the crowds out earlier in the day rather than locking everyone into Epcot for six hours. I mean, I totally agree with you. I'm just curious if... Like, why? There's got to be a why behind it. There, There is no why behind it anymore. There was at a certain point because you wanted to control the capacity at the parks. Right, but the 2 p.m. park hopper time, There, I'm just curious if there's a... If, there show, if there's a reason... It's just something they're not budging on yet. But why would they do it at Disneyland and not at Disney World if there's not a why? I don't know. I think there's a why, but we don't know what it is. I don't know. But... That's that's above our pay grade. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ask Josh tomorrow. <laughs> if I ever see him after saying, yeah. dear Josh tomorrow, yeah. can I please ride Tron with you first? Um. <laughs> uh, well, real, real quick, I want to jump over to Walt Disney World for one topic just because we said that. Okay. Um, shout out to Bob Iger, Josh tomorrow, and Jeff Volley for walking around all the parks uh-huh. all week long because that's something you never saw under Bob Chapek. You never saw the big boss out there walking around shaking hands, kissing babies, talking to guests, and doing the thing, being visible. Shout out to Bob Iger. Shout out to Josh Tomorrow. Shout out to Jeff, Jeff Folly. Going out there and, for lack of a better term, having the balls to face the music mm-hmm. and going out there and talking to the people and taking photos and just being visible and letting people know that they're being heard. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. And we will come back to Disney yeah. World. But, um, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Those are the guys that we want to ask about why uh, the 11 a.m. park hopping will be starting February 4th at Disneyland and not at Disney World. Mm -hmm. But we'll we'll get to that here in a second. We're going to finish up here at Disneyland. So what else have we got over here? So the French Market Restaurant in New Orleans Square is closing on February 16th, and it's being reimagined into Tiana's Palace. Yay! Uh, Very, very cool um, concept art was released. It looks just like the restaurant from the movie on the outside. Super cool. One thing that's important to know, it will be a quick service restaurant, not character dining, so it won't be like, what? Are you saying we're almost there? We're almost there. Um, Tiana's Palace will not be character dining, so it will not be like a Tiana and Naveen come to your table type situation. It's going to be quick service and will open, quote unquote, later this year. So when I say good, I mean because whenever we visit Disneyland, we will, there is a probably 100% chance we will visit that place as opposed to not being able to visit it because it's a 
character meal. And yeah. the thing is like, you just can't do every character meal in one trip. You just can't. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. And I'm sure they've thought of this already because they do have a lot of faith in the Imagineers. If this is going to be just a standard quick service where you get chicken fingers and burgers and oh, all that stuff, you're be. doing it wrong. If you don't have gumbo and Mickey beignets on that menu, you're doing it wrong. I think it's going to be like similar to the food at the French Quarter that we ate sure, that one yeah, day, which exactly. actually was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but because literally the entire oh, there's no premise way. of Tiana's Palace in the movie is the fact that she makes amazing gumbo and beignets. So he, so here's my thing. I think it's going to be like the the menu like that you would expect at Tiana's cafe. They're serving Zatarains. Yeah, uh, yes, all of all of that. Um, New Orleans, um, yeah. But Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Louis Armstrong will serve you your meal. Apparently, <laughs> Zatarains. <laughs> <laughs> can't even like what I was going to say next is that they will probably still have things like chicken tenders because sometimes sure, because the r- little picky kids. Well, I was going to say sometimes <laughs> kids with like special needs prefer like the same thing. No gumbo and beignets and that's it. No, you can't do that. And jambalaya. You, you have to have <laughs> stuff. That- gator. Give me gator. Ugh. Gator bites. No. Gator po' boys. Mm-mm. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Eating walk-on and biting into a gator bite and it looking so purple. Good. So good. Why was it purple? I don't know. Gators are purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's pigment. <laughs> One little spark. <laughs> Is yeah. figment a gator? He's not a gator. <laughs> He's a dragon. You just said gators are purple. You pointed to figment. <laughs> figment is purple. <laughs> you pointed to figment. Well, now you Hi, Patreons. <laughs> now you've confused me. Uh, well, um, the one that pointed at figment said he was a gator. My so. whole point was that, Fail. and then you started saying Louis Armstrong is going to serve you your food. Jambalaya. As that there will still be things like chicken. Simba just left the room, by the way. Simba's like, I have enough of you guys. My mom and dad are being ridiculous. But all right. Anyway. We're gonna go Moving ahead. And, we're gonna move on to our last couple of things for Disneyland, <laughs> but we are very excited for Tiana's uh, Palace. I don't know why I saw it said cafe um, earlier, but Tiana's Palace um, to open and try all the food there when we visit Disneyland uh, next. The Pacific Wharf at D- uh, Disney's California Adventure has begun transformation into San Francisco. Yes, that is the fictional city combined Tokyo and. San Francisco. My brain like big, slowed down for a second. From Big Hero Six. <laughs> San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> Did I pronounce that yes. right? <laughs> San Francisco. So uh, Pacific Wharf turning into San Francisco. I saw the concept art back at D23 that looks so awesome. And I love them bringing these kind of rare IPs into the parks and you'd be able to walk through cool environments like that. I'm really excited to see that once we get out to Disneyland. Um, if it's done by that time, um, I'm sure we'll be back after that to see it again. But San Francisco, San Francisco is a great idea to uh, bring to Pacific Wharf. Uh, real quick, before we move on to the last uh, little bullet point here, yes. isn't a Mandela effect? You know what that is, right? Yes. Um, like remembering something in a different way than it actually yeah. is, like the Berenstein Bears. I could have sworn that in the movie Princess and the Frog that her restaurant was called Tiana's Place, not Tiana's Palace. Isn't it? 
I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if this is like a different name because of the restaurant at Disneyland or it's taken from the movie, but I always had it in my brain that it was called Tiana's Place, and I could be completely wrong, but that's... No, uh, it says Tiana's Palace is a restaurant owned by Tiana in the 2009 Disney animated film. It's Tiana's Palace? It, it says Tiana's Palace, but it also says Tiana's place in some of the uh like in some of the artistry what the heck <laughs> so i'm trying to see <laughs> so if i'm I not can... completely wrong no so i don't think this is like necessarily a mandela effect um but it looks like it's like on different prints and different like availability for different things interesting um but now i'm curious uh it says tiana's place menu yeah uh and, but I don't know where Tiana's, uh, Tiana's place Mardi Gras menu. That's on the Disney cruise line. But why would it say Tiana's place if it's palace? I don't know. Anyway. But what I'm saying is on the cruise line, they've been calling it Tiana's place. Right. In the movie, it's Tiana's palace. That's so interesting. So hmm. is what I am gathering with just with a quick Google, but we will find out and get back to you on yeah. that. We have um, to rewatch that movie. Yeah. We haven't seen it in a while. Um, Lastly, Toontown's new sign was installed and the land reopens on March the 8th. Yes, Toontown reopening at Disneyland. Free. Very, very exciting. Give me my semi uh, Steamboat Willie meet and greet, please. Oh, that'd be so cool. If they don't do a Steamboat Willie meet and greet somewhere for the 100th anniversary. Bill is going to have to pay a million dollars for me to meet Steamboat Willie when we get married someday. And that's no, that's not. Is that what you're going to say? That's not happening. Oh, (laughs) no, it's it's not happening because I'm very particular on details. And that Steamboat Willie that meets is Mickey Mouse in a costume. Oh, 100 percent. It's not grayscale Steamboat Willie with a hat. It's Mickey Mouse in a costume. My question for Disney is if I just like raise my own money. (laughs) And I just show up one day and I'm like, hello. our wedding? Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even talking about our wedding. I'm just saying, like, if I decide to have a party with just me, can I just pay to meet Steamboat Willie? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? All right, we really need to get moving here and get to our Walt Disney World news because that is the longest list that we have. All right, have. Let's, let's go through this at a We can skip that nice. first one because we've already touched on it. Well, um, the first one as we go to Walt Disney World is that Bob Iger and Josh Tomorrow have been walking around Walt Disney World parks all week. And yes, they have. People have been freaking out. A uh, shout out to the person who held the sign up at Run Disney that said... You may be hot, but Josh Tomorrow is hotter and had a picture of Josh <laughs> Tomorrow's face on his <laughs> That's side. That's so ridiculous, but so funny at the same hey, time. Hey, you know, it's all in good fun. No, oh, yeah. All right. He's speaking, a handsome guy. He, he is. He, that's why he doesn't get <laughs> blamed for anything. <laughs> right. He's just good looking. <laughs> he's, it's like people are like, what? He could never do anything wrong. And then he smiles and like the little, like, you know, the little shine on yeah. the tooth. Well, they got rid of the guy who was not very nice. I and, uh, and, uh, and Josh tomorrow's there smiling again. Yes. So, all right. So, yes, they were have been walking around. Very, very good to see them out and about and mingling amongst oh, the guests. One thing I do have to say about Bob Iger <sighs> before we move on. Okay. He wears a cardigan, and I think that he makes it look stylish. That man is so like good looking beyond his years. Like, he is what a Je- handsome he's, dude. He is Jeff Goldblooming. Oh, he's. I think he's more handsome than Jeff Goldblum, honestly. I don't know. I'll take either he's all, of he's them. All, he's, I think he's got a lot more years on Goldblum, Take too. either of them, you know, as, you know, 
eye candy. Yeah. Because Bob I would Iger's never choose anyone other than you. Old gentleman. You're the most handsome man in the oh, world. Oh, you have to say that. No, I don't. You have to say that. No, I put I a don't. ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> I said that before you put a ring that, on it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. So next. Moving on. Pete's Silly sli- Slideshow. Say that three times fast. Pete's Silly Sideshow. There you go. Returned to Magic Kingdom on January the 15th with photo boxes. Ew, I didn't know that. Yep. Mini Magnifique, Daisy Fortuna, the astounding Donaldo, and the great Goofini are meeting again at in inside uh the big top uh, circus area. I actually really like those meet and greets. So do I. They're they're super fun. But I can't believe we're still doing this photo box thing. You know what I think we should do as a video one day? Kick them over. <laughs> no, we should not do that as a video. That's how you lose your annual pass. Can we put tape over them? <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is we should go wait and try to meet all of them and then show our photos. Sure. From the, from Can the we like, bu- purposely make them bad so it looks worse? No, we should do it like a regular meet and greet. They're going to be bad anyway because they always are. For like those of with you those watching boxes us on on Patreon right now and on YouTube eventually, um, we're going to s- just walk up there and like get into the photo and be like, no. and, like make it look like it's being no, taken at the worst won't. opportune times. Bill just made a because wild face because there is nothing worse than those photo boxes when you don't get the experience of of having the human touch with the amazing cast members that take those photos and taking them at the perfect time and at the right time and you just don't have that that extra magical experience and the fact that those photo boxes still exist is crazy to me. Yeah, also the lighting always looks seems off with those yeah. and I don't know why. Uh, but I think that we should do a video on that at some time sure. in the future so the people can see and maybe they'll get rid of them. Maybe. Maybe the power of the park hoppers Let's will do, it. do good. The power. <laughs> of the park hoppers. All right. So Genie Plus will now include attraction photos with daily purchase. I think this is awesome. Um, I personally don't care about this because I pay for the all the photos for the year. Thank uh, you, King Bob! <laughs> uh, but I think if you're purchasing it, it is very, very cool. Um, and especially if you're not paying for Memory Maker, that you get to have your attraction photos when you pay for Genie Plus. It kind of very much ups the value of what you're paying for. And, and keep in mind, this is not PhotoPass that's included with Genie Plus. It is just the attraction photo. So like the drop, sadly, closing today splash mountain for good but um, you get that sadly. drop that drop photo and you get the haunted mansion photo and you get the rock and roller coaster launch photo those are the attraction photos we're talking about that are included with your purchase of genie plus but not your standard hey let's go take pictures in front of the castle with a photographer photos that is still photo pass that is still um something completely different Yes, so um, if you want to go over the next one. Yeah, uh, the new Figment Beacons of Magic show debuted at Festival of the Arts, which you can view in stunning 4K on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. They actually dug out some old music from the original Journey to Imagination ride with Dreamfinder and Figment used in this show, so it really pulls on the nostalgia and the heartstrings when you stand there and watch these beautiful lights on Spaceship Earth for about three and a half minutes. Right, yeah. Very, very cool to have that audio back floating around Epcot. Yeah, so uh, go watch that if you can't get to see it, and if you do visit, watch it first, and then go see it. 
So uh, let's see. Uh, the next thing is uh, we were going to talk about was the fact that the figment popcorn bucket is back, but we just already talked about that earlier. So we're going to move on to the next thing available at uh, Epcot. The new annual pass holder Dumbo Magnet is available at Creation Shop from January 18th to February the 20th. This is limited to one per person. You do need your annual pass available in some way, shape, or form. Whether and photo it's, ID. Whether it's scanning your magic band, scanning your card, as well as a photo ID of the person who owns the pass. Now, if you are not there and you give them your ID, you can't get that because we I think we did try that in a previous year. And then if you do try to get an extra one, this is what I've heard. I did not try this. We did not try this. But the system will recognize that you have already gotten your magnet. Yeah. So and one per person. Rejected. Rejected. Uh, Ariel's Grotto meet and greet returns today, January 22nd. Ariel is meeting again at the Magic Kingdom directly next to her ride over in Fantasyland. Um, very, very cool to have that meet and greet back today, January 22nd. And Enchanted Tales with Belle returns to Magic Kingdom on February 19th. So we're just under a month away from Belle and her amazing meet and greet returning to the Magic Kingdom as well. I think that's super exciting. And I just want to do a little side note. Uh, one of our uh, friends who uh, was very close with the princesses, she actually had a baby recently. Yeah. So a big congratulations to Olivia Grace hey, Olivia. on your brand new family becoming three and plus your adorable puppy. So congratulations. Yeah, congratulations to you and your husband. Uh, hope everything re went really well with... Um, everything that happened with the birth of, of your baby, and uh, we hope you're doing well and hope to see you real soon. She's beautiful. We're sending you all the figment magic. Yeah. Um, all right. So next, Epcot Flower and Garden Festival was announced uh, for uh, March 1st through July the 5th. And what have we got under here? This there's going to be topiaries of Mirabelle, Antonio, Isabella, and Luisa from Encanto. Oh, wow. And th they will be included for the first time at uh, this year's Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Oh, I did not know that. That yeah. is really fun. That movie deserves all of the attention and love and deserves more. So I'm, I'm glad to see things like topiaries. But yeah. give it a show. Give it a ride. Give us more. And, and, go, and go watch uh, Encanto live at the Hollywood Bowl on Disney+. Plus. Speaking of watching things, you can head over to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and watch the harmonious video. Yeah. Now, um, that is a video that you can find right at the top of our page. And one reason you might want to watch that is to prepare for the final harmonious show on April the 2nd. And uh, hopefully you can get down here and see it. But luckily, whether you see it before, whether you see it after, you can see it on our page from now until forever. Where it will live forever. It will live forever. In stunning 4K. Yes. And also, if you love Harmonious, we have a, a really cool little, uh, an, not an offer, but something that Bill created. Yeah. And speaking of forever, uh, I do have a Harmonious Forever 
shirt up on our website, a couple of parkhoppers.com. If you hit Park Hoppers store on our website, it'll take you to that link. It's also been posted all over all over our social media. Bill created these shirts. He's yeah. very talented. But go get that that harmonious forever. It's kind of a play on Epcot forever. But harmonious forever is uh, a shirt we have up on our website, a couple of parkhoppers.com. Excellent. Now, uh, Epcot Forever does return for a limited time on April the 3rd. <laughs> this is hilarious. Epcot, Epcot Forever, Forever temporarily, temporarily gone back again temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, my understanding is we do not have a video of that, correct? Ooh, that I don't know. I'm almost positive we don't because... I know I shot one once, but I don't know if we ever posted it because it was going away. What we will attempt to do is we will attempt to get a video. Uh, it's a really hard sh- show to shoot. Yeah, we're going to attempt to get a good view of this show when it comes back for you guys to see if you're not uh, part local to the park and even if you are, so you can get a good view of it. Uh, but that does return uh, for a limited time on April the 3rd. And speaking of things that return, what else is going to return? Ready to begin. (laughs) Not ready. (laughs) I'm so ready and Uh, I'm not ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, Happily Ever After returns to Magic Kingdom on April 3rd with the addition of all new projections down Main Street, USA. Na, 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 na. (laughs) Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye, enchantment forever. I never want to see your face again. The end. (laughs) You're so brutal. But yes, we are so, so excited about Happily Ever After. So much show, so much so so excited that I made another t shirt (laughs) for the return of Happily Ever After. Uh, A couple of parkhoppers.com hit parkhoppers store. It'll take you to our Teespring shop and you can go check out that welcome back Happily Ever After shirt as well. So if you get it before or after april 3rd when you are either right in front of the castle watching happily ever after or at home watching our stunning 4k video that will come out you can wipe up your tears too with our brand new t-shirt because i know that's what i'll be doing on april the 3rd wiping my tears with that t-shirt yep absolutely it's gonna be like alice in wonderland up in there (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so many tears (laughs) it's all the tears i've got a question for you okay are you ready to enter the grid Mm, i don't know what that means um tron is officially opening on April 4th. Five. Five. One, two, three, four. Five years in the making. Tron Light Cycle Run is finally opening at Magic Kingdom. We have an official opening date of April 4th for the public. Um, Cast member previews will be starting on February 6th, running all throughout February and uh, and March. And... um, then we'll have some annual pass holder previews, DVC previews, and so on after that to get the ride ready for the general public. Like again, said it opens on April 4th, 2023. Okay, so my sarcasm definitely fell flat there, but I actually actually have no idea what Tron is about. I've never seen it. I just know that we should they're, probably they're watch talking that. about entering the grid. That's so when so when you're saying grid, the only thing I think of is on Parks and Rec when Ron <laughs> wants to get off the grid. Oh no, <laughs> it's not the same kind of grid. It's like a I don't even know how to describe it. But when he's they're like no grid, no grid, no grid, because yeah, he's gonna let them go like home a light early. Grid that like Tron takes place on. See, I think like when you're off the grid and on the grid, like you're available online, and when you're disappeared online. Yeah, off the grid is when you don't have an email address, Wi-Fi, anything like that. You're just off the grid. 
or <laughs> cell phone. No grid. No grid. <laughs> no, we want grid. We want Tron. Oh, five yes. Year. So five years want, in the making. We do want Tron. We want grid. <laughs> so here's the thing. I think that before this movie or this movie, this ride opens on April the 4th, we will watch at least one of the Tron movies together. Sure. We'll definitely watch Tron Legacy. There's, there's no doubt about that. Yes. That's the one that came out in 2010, and it's going to be the most similar to the ride itself. How many are there? There was there's one that came out in like the eighties. There's one that came out in the eighties. Yeah, and then uh the Tron Legacy is the one that the ride and the vehicles are based on. Oh. Yeah, yeah. we'll watch that one. <laughs> so April fourth, very, very excited. Um we're gonna hopefully get to do some previews prior to that as well. Uh one thing I did want to touch on um is the fact that Disney World is reevaluating the original concept that was planned and announced for the play pavilion at Epcot. Um, more to be shared at a later date, but it sounds like whatever that was supposed to be that was announced by then Parks Chairman Bob Chapek back in 2017. Who knows what it's going to be, but it sounds like it's going to be something completely different. Um, so stay tuned for uh, some more news regarding the Play Pavilion, which is the old Wonders of Life Pavilion next to Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, Disney World, big, big uh, update here. And this is definitely a Bob Iger thing. They are no longer charging for parking for overnight parking at the resorts. That was a huge point of contention for the last five or so years when they implemented that. Because Disney World hotels, let's be honest, they're not cheap. And people are generally staying at them for four to seven plus nights at a time. Right. And for people to be paying hundreds of dollars per night and then have to pay $25 per day to just park a car there was borderline ludicrous. Well, and I remember going there as a kid and we brought a van. Yeah. Oh like yeah. we we literally packed our entire family up in a van and drove through hurricane season every year. Sure, yeah. And uh but we would have a van yeah. outside and I remember it that being like up. but I remember it being like a thing that it was like, "Oh, there's free parking at Disney." But when I was like I don't know, 12, I was like, okay, not understanding like the significance of that. But now I can understand if like I had to pay, I don't know how much it was, $30 maybe? I think it was like 25 25 like Still, but that's a huge chunk of change out of your pocket. But here, here's the thing that kind of rubbed the, the people the wrong way with that is the fact that they were basically double dipping. Because if you had a car, and you were driving, unless you had an annual pass or you had a cast member with you in the car, you were paying for parking at the theme parks. And you're paying $25 to park at the theme parks for the whole day because you could use a receipt at different parks. But then you're also parking, paying $25 to pay at the hotel per day. So essentially, they were getting $50 a day just to park your car somewhere on property. And for somebody who's staying for seven days, the math, quick math, real quick. That's three hundred and fifty dollars right there, just in parking, and that's crazy. I understand the theme park parking. I get that. Like you park to go to games, you park to go to stadiums, all that kind of stuff. I get that. But parking at the resorts, as you're already paying to a lot of money to stay at, was borderline insensitive. And I'm really happy to hear that it's gone. I think that it'll make more people think twice about staying at like an Airbnb. Here's my other thing about that. Uh, we are, you know, we would like to continue living in Orlando, uh, you know, for a long time. We really love it here. 
there are a lot of Airbnbs here. And those are houses that could potentially be future homes for people who want to live in them. Sure. If people decide that they want to stay on Disney property and not give money to people who are just funneling money from these houses into their pockets, those Disney gets more guests over to their resorts and those Airbnbs hopefully stay empty and become the housing market around Orlando becomes better. So even something as simple as this could have a bigger impact long term. And I just think that even that doesn't even though it doesn't seem significant in that sense, that's something that even as people who live here we're not going to park there very often if we, you know, if we stay there, we'd like to do overnight visits, but that could have bigger implications for people who are taking up these houses for lots of people who live here in apartments and would like to move on to houses. So who knows what kind of positive change that could bring. We could use some positive change, especially around here in the housing market (laughs) and all that stuff. We're staring a 25% rent increase in the face right now. Yeah. And we're working on hopefully getting something done about that. Um, But the housing is crazy. The prices are getting crazier down here. Yeah. Um, it's it's a and weird that's just time us being very candid with here you guys. in Orlando. Yeah, we're facing a twenty five percent rent increase. Yeah, where we've had very minimal rent increases the last three and a half years, but they just slapped us with a twenty five percent increase, and that's only if we pay if we sign a fifteen month lease. It was a fifty one percent increase. Yeah, if they want if we signed a twelve month lease. So just shooting from the hip here, and month to month ridiculous. is even more. Ridiculous. Like month, right? Month to month was even higher. Yeah. We didn't even bother looking at that. Yeah. But um, I would like to see, and I hope that in the future we will see that level out because right now, you know, little things like that make a difference in people deciding to stay at an Airbnb. And if they get free parking, that that changes the game. It sure does. And all of those things are going to matter. So... We will we'll definitely keep you updated and maybe sometime in the future, maybe we'll, we will go a little more personal in our experience yeah. here. That's what we hope to do. Um, but I just think that little things like that, these little changes can be big in Orlando. For sure. All right. So uh, what is our last one? Yeah. One more thing. And the effective date right now is unknown. The, the verbiage that Disney is using is, quote unquote, beginning in the next few months. But this is a step in the right direction, sort of kind of towards what we were talking about earlier with Disneyland changing their park hopper hours. Um, Disneyland, uh, sorry, Disney World here in Orlando is changing their pass holder restrictions, but not their park hopper hours. Right. How it's going to work starting in the next few months, like I said, Disney World annual pass holders will be able to visit any park after 2 p.m., without a reservation. So if you were to go, because if you have a a reservation for park in the morning, you didn't need a reservation for a park in the afternoon anyway. But if you say like you and I are working till five o'clock and we're annual pass holders, if there was no reservations available at Epcot, we couldn't go to Epcot. We would have to make a reservation somewhere else and park hop and go to Epcot that way. Um, but now, it, after 2 o'clock, with the only restriction being Magic Kingdom on Saturdays and Sundays, no reservation is needed after 2 o'clock for any park for annual pass holders. 
So that's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction it's for sure. It's still not a big step. It's a very small baby step. But I think also but, small steps. But it's positivity. It's a step in the right direction, like it's you said. It's the Bob Iger influence. It's the Bob Iger way. <laughs> um, I, I think that's great. Like I would... L- Part of the the whole appeal when we moved down here, part of the coolest, one of the coolest things that we did was on a whim, we just go to the park, like go to Hollywood Studios at six o'clock at night when the sun is down and you can go ride a ride or two and grab a bite to eat and go home. And with the reservation system, that made it a lot more difficult to be able to do that just because some of the parks were busier and you if one park that you wanted to go to wasn't available, you'd have to make a reservation somewhere else, go scan in there, you know, hop over to the park you want to go to, which was a giant pain in the bum. And now the fact that we don't have to do that and there's a little bit more of that spontaneity available and able to do things on a whim like that, that's a really positive step. It's the Bob Iger way. <laughs> yes, yes. It's the Bob Iger magic. Yep, sure is. <laughs> I mean, let's be real though. There's some truth to that silly little song. Oh, yeah. Isn't there? There is. Um, there is. You really feel it. You really do. I feel it in my in my heart. <sighs> that beautiful cardigan-wearing man. <laughs> <laughs> How does he make a cardigan not look like Mr. Rogers? It's Nobody has made a cardigan look good since Mr. Rogers and he until ma- Bob Iger. But also, Mr. Rogers... Uh, sure. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Rogers definitely made the cardigan look differently good. Like grandpa and Bob Iger is like, hey, did you just step off a runway, mister? I don't know how he does it. Yeah. But cardigans are going to be back in style. Sure. And please don't come at me if they're already in style because I'm not style. The Iger effect. <laughs> it's the Bob Iger way. It's the, it's the Iger effect. <laughs> the Iger effect. Boom, 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 boom. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to end it on kind of a positive note there. You know, there's there's restrictions sort of being lifted, changed whatever word you want to use, but it, it's a step in the right direction. I can't wait to, you know, just be able to go to Fantasmic some night and not have to make a reservation. Like, that's going to be really cool. I think that's great. Yeah, and there's a lot less pressure since you're not going to propose at Fantasmic. Whoa, <laughs> way, yo. Since he already not, did it. <laughs> not my fault that Disney took two and a half years to bring that show back. No, I'm just saying that, like, when you go to Fantasmic from now on, you can relax. Oh, I'm going to enjoy the heck out of that show now. Because <laughs> that... that that one on December first, uh, I, I was having some energy going through my body that day. Yeah, I was I was like a drum set for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was really into it. It was it was perfect. But um, again, guys, we are so excited about all of this news. So much news. Uh, the thing is, we didn't have a lot of news during the holidays, no. and so we are coming to at like with you and uh, bringing you all of this news because it's the new year and all of this is happening. Uh, we are definitely going to have different kinds of episodes coming up. We don't want, we're not a news reporting show, but we definitely want to bring you the most important things. So uh, overall, if you guys have something that you want to see again that we've done in the past, yeah. Um, if you have something that you want us to cover, let us know. We are open to all sorts of things. Um, and we love trying new things and we are going to have new things in the future, like magical or tragical. We haven't done yeah. all of those. We just don't want to run through all those, you know, super fast, but we've got lots of, still got a few more of those to go. We've got lots of fun things hidden up our sleeve, but, uh, before we let you go, if you are a Patreon or patron, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for supporting us. We love you so much. If you are not, please think uh, about t- it. Take a look at it. We, 
we love you guys and it means the world to us for you guys to support us and you can support us for less than a cup of coffee costs Mm -hmm. and uh if you are not in a position to be a patreon or join our patreon right now we totally get it life happens but make sure you like subscribe leave comments interact with us it means more than you will ever know tell your friends about your favorite park hopping couple all of those things go a long way in your support and help us to continue our growth which as we're going into 2023 you know we're just so excited to continue growing and bringing you guys new experiences that we're going to get to experience now um keep an eye out tomorrow Splash Mountain closes. So yes. we're well, today. technically today. today. So keep it out for that video. Uh, we've got so much coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, we we aren't gonna be the last. Oh, I was never. No. I was. I was never gonna happen. And even if there's some people out there, influencers, whatever, that are saying that they're the last, they're not gonna be the last because it's gonna be the working cast that's gonna be the last. Oh, a hundred percent. But um, you're gonna see videos that people say that like, they're the last. They're the liars. Yeah, like those <laughs> first look videos and all that. It's like, no, we were you were not the last ride. Trust me. I trust me. I guarantee it. Um, but we're gonna be one of the few last people to ride Splash Mountain. We don't know exactly what time yet. You know, kind of all depends on what the the lines look like. But I'm sure that line is gonna be super long come ten fifty nine tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, or tonight, I guess. And um, but we're we're not gonna worry about that. We're not gonna pressure the cast members. We're not gonna stand off to the side and you know wait to be the last one that's never going to happen we just want to enjoy the ride one last time in the final hour if you will um and we'll see what the wait time is we may try to ride it more more than once yeah maybe we'll only get on that once maybe it's going to be like a like a crazy type of line we don't know yeah but um keep it out for that Make sure that you're following us on all of our socials so you don't miss a single announcement. We try to get the news to you as quickly as we can as soon as we hear it. And uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and let you guys go. We hope you guys have a magical week. Figment wishes that you have a magical week. If you're listening, you're not seeing Figment staring directly into your soul. (laughs) And until next time, we will see you guys around the parks. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to a couple of Park Hoppers podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll we'll see see you around around the parks. parks.